Welcome back to Before They Call Me Coach, where we dive into different Springfield College coaches' lives before college coaching. I'm your host, Sean Doyle, and today we're joined by men's and women's cross-country head coach and assistant track and field coach, Coach Anna Steinman. Coach, welcome to the show. Thanks. <laughs> so, Coach, what? where did you grow up and what was your uh, life like as a kid? So I actually grew up in New Jersey. I would say it's central New Jersey, but I feel like most people that you meet from New Jersey say there's no such thing as central Jersey. So I guess we'll call it the south of North, North Jersey, um, kind of right by Rutgers University. And um, yeah, so grew up there and had family. Most of my family was either New Jersey or Maryland. So spent a lot of time going back and forth. Um, between those two states growing up. Okay. And what sports did you play when you were younger and which were your favorite? So I played a lot of different sports growing up, like from a really young age, um, from anything from like team sports to um, even like I, I danced when I was really young and did ice skating when I was really young. I feel like my mom just threw us in um, just literally everything. Um, and then once, once I kind of got into like middle school, um, and high school, uh, middle school was mostly volleyball, softball and cross country. Um, and then high school was when I just actually did cross country and, uh, played softball. Okay. Did you have a dream job when you were growing up at all? probably did but I honestly can't really remember it definitely wasn't um when I was younger it definitely wasn't oh I'm you know want to be a coach when I grow up that definitely wasn't in my mind when I was growing up but um I, I really can't remember but it definitely wasn't doing what I'm doing right now mm -hmm. so I'm sure you get this question a lot but how did you get into running because I feel like for people that don't aren't don't do track don't do cross country they only think is running is punishment and not enjoyable so like how did you get into that yeah that's a great question well, I will say it's um, not too biased or anything but it is one of the greatest sports out there um <laughs> but so I I think it really all started when I was younger so I grew up with uh, a single mom and a twin sister and my mom would go out for runs and when me and my sister were younger like kind of old enough where we could obviously like, you know, go for runs a little bit. Um, she took us with her. She's like, you can't stay alone. So come run with me. So I think that's kind of like where it started when I realized like that's a thing that, you know, people do, you know, people just run for fun um, right. and just outside mm -hmm. casually. So then um, I think it just like progressed when I was in middle school and then like in PE classes, we would do just like a bunch of different kind of like races um, as a class. And like really short stuff, like sprinting stuff. And I was beating all the boys and that was kind of fun, um, but it wasn't anything long distance. It was like sprint the, the length of the soccer field or um, the whole perimeter. And then I was, you know, convinced to just do cross country because we didn't have track. So it was, you know, a cross country team and it was a small school. So that's really how I got into the competitive aspect of running. And um, I don't know, it's just, it's fun to just, you know, race and compete in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So did, when you got into college doing cross countries, was that the first time that you ever did track as well? Because you said they didn't have it at your school. Yeah. So I um, never did track in, in high school. And then actually my freshman year of college, I just did cross country. And then I took a little bit of a time away during the 
winter and springtime. And then my sophomore year was actually the first time that I had the full year round of cross country and then right into indoor and outdoor track. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was when I was about 19 years old was my first time actually doing all three seasons um, and first time doing track in general. Mm-hmm. So were you uh, obviously with cross country distance runner, but do you think if there was no cross country in your school and you just started doing track that you would have been a sprinter like you mentioned doing races and gym class length in the soccer field and stuff you know I don't I don't really know I feel like a lot of times you know even as a coach now and you're recruiting and you talk to people about how they got into the sport it's either they come from other sports or they started as a sprinter so I feel like just naturally when you're younger you start with like shorter distances so maybe that's would have been my path starting off with shorter sprinting events and then maybe going longer um, but I don't know. I just, I like being outside. So I probably would have naturally just progressed to doing the longer distances anyway, because I just like moving constantly. And um, I don't know. I, I think that's, that's probably what would have happened. Just knowing my personality with just running and just being outside. Right. Now, did you do any field events or was it just running? Just running. Just running. Literally okay. just, just running distance events. Yep. Not <laughs> even, not even chase. Yeah. No hurdle stuff. Just just running. <laughs> okay. And what was it like being a t- technically two sport athlete in college, even though the sports are so similar? Yeah. So to be honest, um, I just looked at cross country and track is completely different, even though it's, you're obviously using the same skills, but just like mentally they were so different. Um, and I still coach the same way too, even like indoor and outdoor track are pretty different. Um, even though you have similar events and you're obviously on a track, but the tracks are different sizes and you're inside versus outside with, you know, weather elements. But for me as an athlete, I just, I looked at them as different sports just because with country, you're literally there with all of your teammates. It's one race. Um, there's not multiple events. It's everybody just, you know, working together, but doing their individual part. And when you get to track, obviously you have teammates in your events as well too, but there's so many other events going on um, and, you know, four different type of events with distance sprints, jumps and throws. So to me, mentally, it was just like two different type of individual plus team sports um, and just getting the opportunities to run different events as well. So what uh, was your college career like running wise? Like, do you have, is there one big PR that you got that you're super proud of or like, well, how did it, how did everything transpire? So um, when, so I went to Salisbury University, which is in uh, the, on the Eastern shore of Maryland, mm-hmm. division three college and um I also, I studied phys ed there as well. And so when I got to college and started running, you know, competitively there, like it was a huge adjustment for me um, just because my high school program was really small. I wasn't used to running as much. Um, I loved to run, but it was just a huge adjustment. So freshman year was definitely, um, let's just say I had some of the slowest times on the team that my coaches ever coached. (laughs) And then um, sophomore year was kind of a bigger jump for me. Um, You know, my body got used to just running more consistently. um, And I think it, I think that's just kind of really what did it um, was just, just more time on my feet can like just over another year. And that's when I saw a bigger improvement was that year, um, especially when I got to track. So uh, some of my fastest times in, in college actually were from my track sophomore year. Um, and I remember like going to big, big meets down in like North Carolina um, and like, you know, division one would host them and mm-hmm. like, you'd run these five Ks under the lights. And those were some of like the 
the, the greatest experiences. I think, you know, running 5Ks under the lights at night was so cool. Um, just the atmosphere was awesome. So, you know, that year was a, just a big breakthrough year for me. And then I ran into some injuries um, throughout the next few years. And so I kind of either just like stayed around the same times. Um, I mainly ran the 5K, which is 3.1 miles and 1500, which is um, just shy of a mile outdoors. Um, and the indoors were pretty similar events. Um, but I, you know, I didn't have too many big improvements actually until I graduated college and started just, you know, continue to run on my own and did a bunch of different road races also. Okay. When did you know kind of that, uh, coaching was something that you wanted to get into? So I had the opportunity to, um, in grad school, be a graduate assistant coach, um, at Salisbury. So where I went to school and while doing my master's and coaching alongside, my head coach. Uh, and I, I had known that, you know, that was a profession, obviously, because he did it. And I've had other, you know, former graduate assistants that have been my coaches that have gone on to do it as well. But I, I didn't really think about it too seriously until about the second year of grad school, when I really was, you know, given more responsibilities for my coach in terms of like recruiting and like planning for the meets that we would host and then just travel. Um, and our teams are really good at the time. So it was just a, a really good place to be at the right time uh, with a lot of success and realizing that, you know, this could be, this is a profession. Um, and then just having the teaching background as well, too, from my phys ed. And you realize that there's a, just a big, you know, it's a combination, like coaching and teaching. It's the same thing, really, just in different type of arenas, um, playing field or in a classroom or whatever it is, coaching is teaching. And um, so it was just, it was, it was something that really appealed to me. And my, both of my parents worked at um, colleges and were professors. So I've kind of always grew up in that atmosphere. So it was kind of normal to me. And then I really realized that like, I could take this down um, my path and the way I wanted to do it with coaching and teaching. Um, and just, it felt right for me. Right. Now you said that you would run in road races and stuff after college. Do you, is that still something that you do now? Like, did you run in the St. Patrick's Day road race in Holyoke down the street from campus or anything? Yes, I did that on, um, though, yeah, there was the Holyoke road race, which is on Saturday. And yeah, I'm still getting over that soreness from the downhills, <laughs> but I did do that. That was the first time I had done that race. And it was definitely quite the experience just from the crowds and the course is challenging, but yeah, I, I tried to pick some road races, um, throughout the year. And especially since the pandemic is kind of little bit behind us and now there are road races there's plenty of options mm-hmm. uh, is from I did track in high school indoor track and I feel like from the track experience it's almost unique in a way as being a coach because you can participate in the workout with the athletes or you can um, get right alongside running with them is that something that you do now at with cross country or with the track team sometimes I'll sometimes go for some easy runs with them. Um, it's hard though, because you have, you know, both men and women have so many different workouts going on, like it's on the track or just different, you know, cross country workouts. So for me, I need to be there to like time them and also just like, you know, see how they're doing and, um, making sure like we're running the workout, you know, appropriately. But if someone has, you know, a workout that they have to do, like at a different time of the day, I've jumped in with somebody, if it's an individual, if I, if it's somebody that I can run with and, you know, um, if it's some of the guys, I can't always run with them, but, um, for some of the women, yeah, like I can run with some of them. It's nice. It's just fun to like catch up and just like casually talk to them and hear what's going on in their lives as well too, on some of those easier runs. Mm-hmm. 
So how did you get to Springfield College? Like how did the job come across you and how did you end up here? So I always knew of Springfield, like from when I was in college, just being an athlete. And I feel like, you know, because Springfield has always had a lot of athletic success. Um, and so, you know, not that we always competed against Springfield, like at, at any, but you know, when you, when you hear what's going on at the national championship meets, you know, you've had a former teammates that go against, you know, Springfield college athletes. So you kind of know who's at the top there. So there have been some pretty big studs come out of Springfield um, that I know of like in the last, you know, decade or so. Um, but then also I, it's funny, I was like, when I was looking at grad schools, I was contemplating, okay, do I want to stay where I'm at? Like where I went to undergrad or look elsewhere. And I knew I was looking at something in exercise science for a master's program. So I like for, you know, for a little bit, I was like, oh, like where, where can I look at? And I knew of somebody that I went to Springfield. So I kind of looked into the program for a little bit and I decided to stay where, where I was at. Um, but then I, right out of grad school, I, I got a, my first head coaching job in uh, a small school in South, um, Southeast Indiana. And um, I knew that was, that was a great place to start for me, get, get some good experience. Um, and then the, the Springfield job opened up and threw my name in there. And I really turned out to be just this, you know, perfect place for me um, and somewhere I really enjoy living and coaching and working. So what's it like coaching cross country and track? I know that, like you mentioned, they're, like I mentioned, they're similar. And like you mentioned, you treat them kind of totally different. Is that, how is, how does that, um, what's that like? And how do you instill that on your players or your runners to think that like you're doing cross country and yeah, when you go run a 5k during um, track, it's the same, you're still running, but it's different kind of. So the biggest thing like we talk about for, you know, in the fall is that first and foremost, like cross country is a team sport. Um, you know, you can do individual things. Everybody has to go out and do their thing, but it's a team sport, you know, as collectively for, for scoring, even if you're not necessarily in the scoring five or seven, like it's, it's still a team sport and everybody can contribute or step up on that day. And um, so women actually run anywhere from 5k to 6k, mostly 6k to championships, which is 3.7 miles. And then men are 8k's in this country, which is just under five miles. So um, that's always a big adjustment, I think, for some when they come to college. But And then we have some more like track focused athletes that also do cross country. So really just also trying to help them understand like, you know, cross country is really gonna help you when you come into track, just from a, like a strength um, aspect of it because running on grass and mud and all that kind of stuff just makes you so much stronger um, physically and mentally. So, um, and then just really, you know, when you go into, into um, track from cross country, like for cross country, you're not so time focused. And that's really what I try to also harp on is that who cares what the time is, you know, that you don't get extra extra credit for running a certain time. If you just run hard and compete, your time's probably going to be fast, honestly. Um, but really like it's a, it doesn't matter because it could be muddy and windy and, you know, whatever elements one day, and it could be perfect conditions another day. Um, and every course is different, hilly or flat. So the time really is kind of irrelevant. You just, you got to compete. Um, and then when you get into track, it's a little bit more time focused on, at some meets because you are trying to hit qualifying standards for some of the championships. Um, but then other meets, when you kind of get to championships, the time kind of goes out the window because you're just still competing for places and points. Um, so really just trying to like get into that mindset of like, yeah, sometimes you are racing the clock, but if you really do get out there and just compete hard and not so much worry about the time that laps and splits, there's going to be a good time that comes when you cross the finish line.
Um, so just kind of like having them trust in that, that really you just got to like really refocus and mentally think about, I'm just going to like push to the point of this like good pain of racing rather than thinking too much about every split, every lap. Cause sometimes in the shorter events and track, you don't even have enough time to think about that. You just got to go, you know, with whatever the race is, you know, holding out to be, or just, um, if you're leading, you just have to take it and, and do the race plan that we have. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're in uh, cross country season and do you ever, are you kind of like, you keep to yourself and your assistants or do you ever bounce things off of the, like the track coaches at all, or is it pretty much separate until track season? We talk a lot, you know, throughout the year, but I think, I mean, cross country is more of like, we're just, we're just going. Um, and then, you know, track has their own fall track stuff too. Um, but they, they come out and support our meets, like some of the, the track athletes, like some of the sprinters, jumpers, throwers will come out to the cross country meets that are local. The coaches will come out, especially to championship meets. So it's great when you have like your, a whole squad out there just from a staff perspective, but also just like other teammates out there to support. Cause I feel like when you line the cross country course, like, and you're just so loud, like anybody gets motivated um, right. rather than when it's quiet, you know, same thing with track. Like when we're out there, we're all cheering for each other at different event group areas. Um, and then even with track too, like we have jumpers that run on sprint, like relays, we have distance runners that run on the sprint relay. So we mix a bunch of different eventers, like in, in just all the relays. And that's where we kind of all like meet there too. But yeah, we constantly talk about just like, you know, training and stuff about like just feedback in terms of what do you, what do you think you saw in some of this, these races or, you know, just kind of that kind of stuff. Right. Now, what's your overall experience been like coaching from when you started for that one year and then now at Springfield College? What's it all been like? I mean, I definitely know that this is this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I want to do. And I have no thought about ever like leaving coaching or doing anything else. Um, I think after the first year of my first year of coaching um, somewhere else, it was one of those experiences where like you just, you grew so much, you learned a lot. And I was, that was 25 when I got my first coaching job. And that was about like seven years ago now. Like I just, it was, it was one of those experiences where like you realize through a lot of like, you know, challenges, a lot of like really high highs and some lows and some just, you know, really fun times that you're just like, oh, this is, I'm, I can do this. I'm meant to do this. And that I think really just helped keep that like passion and momentum going, like, like moving forward into, you know, coming to Springfield and working here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, there's definitely been challenges and throughout the way and things change, you know, with recruiting is constantly changing. Um, you add in social media is constantly changing and growing and you have the whole pandemic. Um, so that changes a lot of things as well too, and navigating that. But, um, I think it's, it's, I still think it's one of the best careers and professions out there. And I think we can get more people out of Springfield from our programs that want to get into it. Now, so you still have a very long coaching career ahead of you, but if you could th- try to think ahead a little bit, what do you think is going to be like one moment or one thing that you remember when eventually in many years you decide to retire? <laughs> I mean, I think honestly, like thinking ahead into the, into the future that hasn't really happened yet, but it's hard, but I think the things that you remember even from just like their past or just like recent experiences is like you don't necessarily remember like oh like so-and-so ran this time or you know some specific meets you just remember like the times that your team all comes together and like fights through just different tough situations so I think even just like looking at the last year of like when we didn't have competition for so long and then how we came back this fall at the start of the year and just we were just you know they all just were so into it they were so like 
like focused in a good way and just like really just came out of the pandemic um, ready to go. And I think came together as a team. And I think that's going to be a big memory. And I feel like every year you're going to have challenges and there's things that are going to come up. And I'm sure by the time I retire, there's going to be hopefully not another pandemic, but there's going to be stuff that happens. Um, so I think just like watching your team come together and every team is going to be different. So just kind of making the memories all together and being successful and, you know, sharing that with everybody. Right. Well, thank you, Coach, very much for taking time out of your schedule to meet with me. And good luck this outdoor season to you and the whole team. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, you too.